Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy, episode 34. And what I'd like to talk about today is to continue our journey down the East Coast with different states. And today, I'd like to do Virginia and West Virginia. And what I found through doing research about Virginia is that it could almost get its own episode like New York did. Virginia is full of history. I had to leave a lot of pretty interesting things out of the episode just because there were so many other really, really cool things about Virginia. A few new countries are listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Brings the total up to 79. And United Arab Emirates, thank you so much. Niger, thank you for listening. Zambia, thank you. And Yemen, Yemen. So four new countries that are listening to the podcast. I hope I've mentioned every country throughout these last 34 episodes. But the top 10 countries, not a lot of change. Italy, thank you. You guys are so good to me. About 33% of the listeners come from the United States. U.S. is second. France. Germany is fourth. I believe that is new for Germany to be so high. I think it was Russia. And Russia is now fifth. Iran is sixth. Turkey is seventh. Saudi Arabia is eighth. Iraq is ninth. And Canada rounds out the top ten. But I do want to give a shout out to Ukraine because I'm finally getting data back on the YouTube channel. And Ukraine is consistently third or fourth. So thank you so much, Ukraine. Ukraine is pretty high for the podcast, but um, maybe in the top 20. So thank you so much. There is a new YouTube video up if you want to check out that channel. Same as this one. Learn American English with this guy. And I have a snow day today. And the video I put up is suggestions. What do you want to see from me on the YouTube side? Most of the YouTube videos are centered around more grammar where the podcast is designed to boost your English listening comprehension. But since there is video involved with YouTube, I figure that is a good opportunity to talk about more things that need visuals like homophones, words that sound alike, but are spelled differently. So, things like that. But if you would like, I am taking suggestions 
on YouTube. It's just easier to leave comments there. And like I said, we are on a snow day today. At least my kids and I are. So my two children, my son and my daughter, we are home today. And my daughter is practicing her singing. And my son has the funk again. The funk is what we call just cold, snotty, flu, you know, nothing serious, just stuffy nose, his throat is sore, probably nothing to worry about at all, but everybody seems to be sick. It's early February and just the germs are circulating I'm getting over a sinus infection. If you have been listening to the podcast, you know that. My wife was sick over Christmas. My daughter has been sick. My son has been sick a couple times. A lot of people I work with have been sick. A lot of my students have been sick. We need spring to come so we can open the windows and get rid of all the funk that's in the air. So when we come back from break... I would love to talk about Virginia and West Virginia. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Virginia, certainly an amazing state. Very historic. Many sights to see. I think if you come to this country as a tourist, Virginia might not be that high on your list. I can imagine people going to New York and Philadelphia... Boston, those cities, Florida, certainly, California, but Virginia is kind of a hidden gem, as we say. I think many people outside of the country might not know too much about Virginia, and maybe because Virginia is so specific to our history as a country, which is maybe why it's not as popular. But I do know that many people in the United States like to visit Virginia. I have driven through Virginia many, many times, driving from Maine to Alabama and back, and it is a long state when you're driving from Maine to Alabama. It takes a long time to drive through it because it is rather large, at least for East Coast states, but it is certainly beautiful. It has the ocean, it has the mountains, has a lot of historic sites, definitely worth seeing. But Virginia is actually one 
of four states, which is called a commonwealth. And there's really no difference. It just kind of is left over from when the British were ruling over the colonies. But you will sometimes hear Virginia referred to as a commonwealth. It's another term for a state, an older term, I guess. In case you are wondering, the other three commonwealths in the United States are Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, and Kentucky. But you rarely hear that term, commonwealth. But if you ever do, you will now know that the United States actually has four commonwealths. The nickname of Virginia is Old Dominion, and there is actually a college in Virginia called Old Dominion. And it also has another nickname, which is Mother of Presidents, because eight U.S. presidents have come from Virginia. Now, not recently, but when I go over the list of presidents from Virginia, there are some really well-known ones. So George Washington is from Virginia. Thomas Jefferson is from Virginia. James Madison is from Virginia. James Monroe is from Virginia. So out of the first five presidents, four were from Virginia. Does anybody know where the other president was from? I'll give you a second. It's Massachusetts, and that was John Adams. He was our second president. But William Henry Harrison was also from Virginia. He was the first president to die in office while president. He was also the president who served the shortest term. I think it was a little over a month. And he died shortly after becoming president. Uh, One story about his death is that he went out and gave a speech in the freezing cold without a jacket, developed some sort of sickness, and died a month later. Now, he was a rather older man when he took over office, but still holds the distinction of being our shortest termed president. Uh, His vice president, who took over when he died, John Taylor, was from Virginia. Another president, Zachary Taylor, from Virginia. Not a really well-known guy. And the last president was Woodrow Wilson. And he was president of the United States during World War I. So when ranking the presidents from best to worst, he is usually towards the top, often in the top 10, Woodrow Wilson. 
The capital of Virginia is Richmond. And I'm going to get very specific with these numbers. Just if you are learning how to say large numbers in English, this might help you. So Virginia, the I'm sorry, Richmond, Virginia, the capital, has a population of 204,214 people. The largest city is Virginia Beach, and their population is 437,994. And the total population of the state of Virginia is 8,517,685, making it the 12th largest state by population. 12th largest state by population. And it is also the 10th richest state with the average household income of $71,000. And if you want it really specific, it's $71,535. So some big numbers right there. And in English, when you see a comma in the number, that is a sign that you'll probably say million or thousand. So be careful of the commas and numbers in English. So the spoken language of Virginia is mostly English, with 86% of the people identifying English as their first language, but 6% identify as Spanish being their first language, and 8% identify as another language, another language. So, a lot of different languages in Virginia. Uh, it was the 10th state to be admitted to the Union, so still part of the original 13 colonies. Another question for you. Um, does anybody know the last state that was admitted to the Union? The 50th state. The United States has 50 states, in case you didn't know. And the last one to be admitted was Hawaii, which if we continue with these podcasts on the states, Hawaii will probably be the last state we cover. Maybe Alaska. Alaska was the 49th state. So both of those states were admitted to the Union in 1959. So it has been a long time since a state has been admitted to the Union. There has been talk of admitting possibly Puerto Rico as the 51st state or Washington, D.C. as an actual state. And if you remember the podcast on Maryland, Washington, D.C. is a city, but it's also a unique territory. As far as size goes, Virginia is the 35th largest by size. So, 
not exactly small, not exactly large, but for the East Coast states, it is one of the larger ones. And as you work your way out west and you see a map of the United States, you'll notice the states out west are far larger, much larger. The state beverage of Virginia is milk. A lot like the other states we've talked about. State beverage, milk, very popular for the states. But the state dog is interesting. It's the American foxhound. And the reason it is so interesting is that many people credit George Washington as the creator of that breed. Um, The story goes that he received some French foxhounds from a high-ranking official in France. And the colonies, or the United States at the time, had English foxhounds. And he created a crossbreed between those two breeds, creating the American foxhound, George Washington, first president and apparently also dog breeder. The um, slogan for Virginia is Virginia is for lovers. And um, many TV commercials for Virginia And we get them on our television here in Maine and on YouTube. Virginia tries to attract tourists from the United States to visit their state. And their slogan is, Virginia is for lovers. Um, A couple historical notes about Virginia, and there are many. I left off quite a few. But Pocahontas... If you know her from Disney fame, a movie of Pocahontas came out. She was from Virginia, and she is uh, connected with John Smith. But in recent years, the story of Pocahontas has changed. When I was growing up, it was a lovely story of a couple who fell in love. But as we find out, more details, it appears that she may have been captured and kidnapped, so the story of Pocahontas isn't as lovely as it once was. The first permanent English settlement in the United States, or the colonies at the time, was in Virginia, Jamestown, Virginia. And that happened in 1607. There was one earlier than that in a city called Roanoke in 1585. But that is often referred to as the lost colony of Roanoke because several dozen people were left to establish a colony. Several other people went back to England for more supplies, and when they returned, nobody was left. And nobody is exactly sure what happened to the lost colony of Roanoke. But that could certainly get its own podcast, 
if people are interested in the lost colony of Roanoke. And this segment is getting to be about 14 minutes. So just so I don't lose all of this audio, why don't we take a break? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. I didn't lose that audio, so we're good. Another thing about Virginia, on a personal note, is that is where I met my wife. My wife and I met in Virginia in a city called Pentagon City. And that is just right outside of Washington, D.C., where the Pentagon is located. And I will talk more about the Pentagon when we get to the famous landmarks. And another famous landmark, which I will talk a little bit more about, is Arlington Cemetery, which is not far from Pentagon City, which is not far from Washington, D.C. So there is just so much history in Virginia, but I do want to highlight a couple big moments. For example, in 1861, Virginia actually left the United States and they joined the CSA, which is the Confederate States of America. And that is who fought against the United States in the Civil War. The Confederate States of America, Virginia was one of them. And actually, the capital of the Confederate States was in Richmond. Richmond, Virginia was the capital. So the capital of the CSA, Richmond, And the capital of the USA, Washington, D.C., were relatively close to each other. Um, When we get to Alabama, we will probably talk about the Confederate States also because that state joined the CSA. Most of the southern states joined the Confederate States of America. But at one time, the capital of the Confederate States was in Alabama, in Montgomery. Now, because Virginia chose to leave the United States, part of Virginia broke off and became its own state, which is the next state we'll talk about, and that is West Virginia. So, many Civil War battles took place in Virginia, just like with Maryland, they were pretty much caught in the middle of the two, <coughs> excuse me, of the two warring sides. So Virginia saw many battles, Pennsylvania saw many battles, and Maryland saw many battles. And if you look at a map, 
you can see that is where the majority of fighting took place for the Civil War. Appomattox Courthouse is in Virginia, and that is where the treaty to end the Civil War was signed. General Lee for the South and General Grant, who later became president, for the North got together and signed the treaty to end the Civil War at Appomattox Courthouse. Other landmarks in Virginia are Mount Vernon, which is George Washington's former home. You can visit that if you're into United States history. Monticello, which is Thomas Jefferson, our third president's house. The Pentagon, as I mentioned earlier. And if you remember September 11th, the World Trade Center was attacked, but also the Pentagon was attacked. A plane flew into the Pentagon doing damage to that structure. And that structure is known as um, home of the Defense Department, where if we are at war, a lot of the plans could be drawn up at the Pentagon. Many branches of the military have offices in the Pentagon, the Army, the Navy, the Marines, the Air Force. And Arlington Cemetery is where many of our soldiers are buried. Two presidents are buried there, John F. Kennedy and William Taft. And it is a place called Hollowed Ground. It's a very peaceful place, a very sacred place to the United States. Um, if you are a tourist visiting the United States, I highly recommend visiting Arlington Cemetery. It's a beautiful piece of land. I will put up a picture of all of the grave markers for the people lost in wars over the years. And there is also, um, it's also home to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And um, I should probably do a whole podcast on the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. But in many of the wars the U.S. has fought, if a body could not be identified from each war, it has been placed, the, the remains of the fallen soldier have been placed at the tomb of the unknown soldier. And that unknown body represents all of the other unknown bodies of soldiers from that war. So from World War One, I, I believe, World War Two, I believe, Korea and Vietnam. And I believe there was some controversy 
with the soldier from the Vietnam War because I believe he was identified. As I'm sitting here thinking, I will have to do some research on that, but I believe there is an empty crypt for the soldier from the Vietnam War because they were identified. But I highly recommend, again, visiting Arlington Cemetery. If you visit Washington, D.C., it's not far. It's a, it's a metro ride, a pretty easy place to get to if you're in D.C. on the metro. So some famous people to end Virginia and, of course, all of the presidents that were mentioned before. Uh, Dave Batista. I'm not sure if you have heard of that actor. I think he started out as a wrestler, but he became famous around the world because he stars in a Marvel movie called Guardians of the Galaxy. He plays Drax. Perry Ellis is a famous American designer. I'm not sure if it's worldwide or not. But Perry Ellis was originally from Virginia. Ella Fitzgerald, famous jazz singer. Mark Hamill, another famous actor. He plays Luke in many of the Star Wars movies. Robert E. Lee, as I mentioned before, he was the commander of the entire army for the South during the Civil War. Um, Pharrell. Not sure if you've heard of that guy, but he had a song called Happy that came from a movie called Despicable 2. And that song is an earworm. Earworm. Which is what we sometimes say in English for a song that gets in your ear and won't go away. If you hear that song Happy you will most likely be singing it for the next couple hours because it is so catchy, happy. I am not going to sing it for you because I can't sing, but I hope you do know what I'm talking about. Well, that just about does it for Virginia. Very long podcast. Uh, Looks like we're going on about 20 minutes. So after this short break, we will be back and talk about West Virginia. And we're back. So during the break, I did do a little research on the Unknown Soldier. And I was, I was right for the, for the most part. There are crypts for World War I, World War II, and Korea, and Vietnam... The unknown soldier for Vietnam has been identified. His name was Michael Joseph Blassie. And there is currently no crypt for Vietnam. It has been changed. And many folks think that is unlikely to ever be replaced. And wars since Vietnam have not had any unknown soldiers because of DNA testing. 
So in case you were wondering, so you don't have to do your own research, that is um, how it is for the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier right now. So let's talk about West Virginia. This one will not be nearly as long as Virginia. So like I stated before, West Virginia broke off from Virginia when Virginia decided to leave the United States. West Virginia is the 41st largest state by size. So pretty small, ninth smallest. And the population is not very large either. It is the 38th largest state by population. So fairly small. The population of West Virginia is 1,787,147. And it was the 35th state admitted to the Union. 35th. Of course, the actual area was part of the original 13 colonies, but when it broke off and became its own state, it was the 35th state to do so. Its nickname is the Mountain State, and we will talk about later how beautiful West Virginia is, a very mountainous region of the United States. The Appalachian Mountains run through all of West Virginia. The Appalachian Mountains run from Maine to Georgia. I believe I've talked about them in a previous podcast. There is a famous song by John Denver called Take Me Home, West Virginia. Very catchy tune. Quite possibly an earworm. And if anybody watches The Office, I know I've talked about The Office with some people who live in Europe, Aroni, my friend in Italy, is currently working his way through all nine seasons of The Office. There is a short scene with Dwight and Andy, and they are trying to impress Aaron by singing Take Me Home, West Virginia. Um, Andy is on the banjo and Dwight is on the guitar. So if you are not a fan of The Office, I apologize for those last 15 minutes. The capital and largest city of West Virginia is Charleston, with a population of 51,400, making it the second smallest, biggest city of any state. Second smallest, biggest city. So, of course, the largest, biggest city of any state is New York City. It's the largest city in New York, but it's also the largest city in the whole country. The only biggest city of a state that is smaller than Charleston is Burlington, Virginia, sorry, Burlington, Vermont, Burlington, Vermont. We've already covered Vermont in a previous episode. 
<clears throat> Burlington is not the capital of Vermont. It is Montpelier. But Burlington is the largest city for that state with 42,417. So I hope that was clear when I said Charleston is the second smallest biggest city for any state. Which I think goes to show that West Virginia does not really have big cities. Seeing their largest city, Charleston, is one of the smallest big cities in the United States. But um, it's known for hiking, fishing, hunting, whitewater rafting, a very beautiful state. So at about five minutes in to this segment on West Virginia is about as good as it gets for West Virginia. I am sad to say that the rest of this podcast will be rather depressing because West Virginia is known for a lot of bad things. Like I mentioned in the New Jersey episode where they have their own jokes made about them in New Jersey, West Virginia often has jokes about um, people not having teeth, um, a place where cousins might get married. Now, I don't know how much of that is true, but West Virginia has the reputation for being uh, very rural, so not city-like, rural, lot of country, lot of woods, a lot of back roads, and um, not known for being all that smart. And of course, that is not true for all people in West Virginia. I don't know anybody from West Virginia, but I'm sure there are some very nice people. It is ranked dead last for people who speak a foreign language, with only 2.7% of people saying that they can speak a foreign language. And only 1.1% of the entire state was born outside of the United States. So most of the people, almost 99% of the people living in West Virginia were born in the United States. One thing that surprised me about West Virginia is that it's the second oldest state when it comes to the age of people. So the citizens of West Virginia are the second oldest, only behind Florida. And I believe I talked about how many people who live in the northern part of the United States, when they retire, they will fly down to Florida to live because it's warmer. The state's economy is often ranked last, making it a very poor state. It's usually a toss-up between West Virginia, 
Mississippi, Arkansas, as one of the poorest states in the United States. When it comes to education, it's usually in the bottom 10, hovering somewhere, (coughs) excuse me, somewhere around 7th or 8th worst for education. And um, this is where it gets a little scary when we talk about healthcare. In the next categories that I read, they are either ranked last or second to last for health. Cancer. A lot of people in West Virginia develop cancer right at the bottom for healthiest states. And this could be due to the coal mines in West Virginia. West Virginia is known for coal mines and those are some of the worst places to work for your health because the little <coughs> excuse me sorry little grains of coal can get in your lungs and just develop all kinds of bad things so cancer either last or second to last for healthiest patients cancer diabetes drug deaths prescription drug overdoses and teeth loss so if you are talking about which state loses the most teeth you're probably going to be talking about West Virginia Um, and that's going to do it I would love to have ended this segment of the podcast with famous people from Virginia but there are none so Sorry for ending on such a depressing note. Poor West Virginia. It's hard not to laugh. (laughs) No, sorry, sorry. I'm sure there's uh, some great people in West Virginia. I haven't met any, but um, I have driven through the state several times and really enjoyed the beauty of the state. So once again, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, and I will see you next time.